This is the Doc Young Chronicles. I am your host, Dr. Matthew A. Young. The men, I'm a demon. <laughs> the men, that stands for Doctor of Ministry, for those who don't know. And I have our special guest here, Mr. George West. It is an honor and a pleasure to have you here. I know I look a little oddly dressed today, but uh, I don't know if you are aware of the, um, uh, the, the uh, New Orleans Saints, the linebacker yeah. who had the man of oh, God okay, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. headband on, and they were going to uh, uh, find him, and yet we have Kaepernick who can disgrace our flag and disrespect our military, and that's okay. But yeah. If you put anything about God, then you're fined, and uh, that's not okay. So yeah. that's, that's why I'm wearing this today, hoping that will uh, upset a few liberals. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, so Mr. West, uh, again, we appreciate you uh, being on this podcast. This is actually my second uh, interview, real real live podcast. Well, no, third, I'm sorry. You're my second interview, but my actual, my third podcast. So you're okay. brand new to, to this, and I appreciate it. But... Uh, uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Are you okay. from this area originally? Now, am I supposed to be talking to one of these microphones? Yes, sir. Just, uh, just talk right into that. Yes, okay. sir. That'd be good. Yes, sir. All right. Well, we'll just. Yes, I'm kind of. I'm. I'm. I get more comfortable when there's a microphone. Yeah. No problem. <clears throat> well, first of all, I'd like to uh, plug my new uh, radio talk show. Yeah, please do. Um, I was on uh, Super Talk for uh, for um, a couple of years. Yeah. And developed a little bit of a following there. Yes, you did. Really did. And um, there was, uh, I was a little bit too Christian for the people there. And, and I understand that. They have to, they have to make a living. They have to sell spots and, and so forth. So I've been uh, off of talk radio for four years. Wow. But, uh, but I've done some radio yes. in, in other areas. And uh, got an opportunity with... Um, with uh, Appalachian uh, Broadcasting to do, they, they got this, I uh, got this uh, WETB radio. So uh, we started broadcasting uh, this last Monday on yes. 790 AM. And uh, I didn't realize at the time that I was going to be preempted by uh, the postseason professional baseball uh, deal. And so that was, that was kind of a, but you know, we just kind of we get past those things, and again, people, you know, the the stations have to be able to make a living and make their. Sure. So anyway, um, uh, and we're, we've got an FM coming on. It's going to be at uh, it's going to be at um, ninety three point seven uh -huh. is where the FM is going to be, and I think that's a month or two down the road. But we are online. And I wish I could tell you how to how to get there, but uh, uh, you know, I'm. I've been in media a long time, and I want to give myself a plug here sure, just to, yes, at the well, beginning. I'm glad you did, yes, most definitely. But, but um, anyway, um, uh, I started in radio many, many years ago. I don't even want to talk about how many years ago. <laughs> and uh, I was uh, at first in Top 40 radio and kind of just climbed the radio ladder. But uh, my dad was, uh, and I'm just going to tell the story real quick. I don't know how much time we get. You give me a wrap-up signal if sure, I'm talking too long. Sure, I will. I will do that. Yeah, we do about 30, 45 minutes. So okay. Yeah. But um, it, it, was, uh, it was back in the 60s when my dad got into radio, uh -huh. and he was, uh, he was a nightclub entertainer fronting a band at a really big nightclub in Odessa, Texas. Wow. And um, there was this new DJ that moved in town that he listened to on a particular radio station, and his name was Waylon Jennings. Uh -huh. 
and Waylon had been the bass player for Buddy Holly, and some people remember this stuff and others won't, but most people have heard of Waylon Jennings. Oh, gosh, yeah. Trying to make a long story short, uh, Waylon got my dad involved in radio, and my dad got Waylon back into the music business in front of a microphone singing. Wow. And so uh, that's how my dad got into radio, and then years later he helped me get into radio. And uh, But uh, before then, uh, a, a funny thing is the song used to say, a funny thing happened on the way to hell. Yeah, yeah. I got saved, saved, saved. And that's what, that's what happened to my dad. And, yeah. and he uh, ended up leaving the nightclub business and wow. just doing a little radio. And then he, he later became a pastor. Wow. So, so, and he, uh, he's always been very politically involved. And when he was in radio, uh, he, would, uh, he would be reading the news. And these, these small stations, you know, you read your own news. And, and, and he would get something off UPI, United Press International, and, and he would be reading the news at the radio station, and he would say, well, that's a lie. Well, that's not true. Wow. You know, right in the middle of the newscast, and wow. you kind of see where I get it. Sure, sure. So, you wouldn't see that today. No, <laughs> yeah, no. They push their own boss opinions. Yeah, exactly. it, yeah. it'd be just, yeah. just the opposite exactly. today. Yeah. So, um, so anyway... Um, back to Wayland for just a second when he got to into be you know in the big um, uh, outlaw movement he and Willie and everything got to be really big and, and having the big you know 10,000 crowds and so forth um, I would go to his uh, road manager and I'd say you know uh, I'd like to see Wayland on the bus and the road manager says no way it'll never happen I said tell him who, you know and I'd give my dad's name and yeah. and then you know two minutes later I'd be on the bus yeah. And and uh, I always say, um, is is the camera over here? Yes, sir. I want to look in the yes, camera. Sir. I want to look in the camera when I say these yes. things. So uh, somewhere along the conversation, of course, Waylon's wife was Jesse Coulter, and she was uh, she had been raised in church, wow. and and in the conversation, Waylon would always look at me and say, "Is your daddy still a preaching?" Oh, wow, <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. And he was under conviction to wow. to get saved, and eventually he did, and I'm glad he did because. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he died of diabetes, and um, I believe that uh, I'm going to see him again. Sure, you know? sure, yeah. But anyway, uh, so Dad, uh, he became a, a pastor, but he was always involved in politics and always involved in letting people know the truth. Yeah. And I learned, even way back then, even back in the 60s, I learned how distorted the media could be. And it's, it's, it's a hundred times worse oh, today. Right. And so that's that's kind of the way I got into uh, the the talk show sure. deal. Sure. And uh, but most of my radio career, I was uh, I was put I was in uh, contemporary Christian music radio. Oh, sure. And um, uh, just a, a quick story that some some of your viewers may have heard of a, a local station here, WCQR. Oh, gosh, yeah. And I just want to tell you their story real quick yeah. about how that station came to be. Uh-huh. Um, I was uh, I I had interviewed for a job in Blacksburg, Virginia, and there's a the it's called the PAR Positive Alternative Radio Network, and uh, they had put a bunch of uh, teaching talk type stations on AMs, and they wanted to do the same thing with a bunch of FMs that were coming on, and so when I interviewed, I I said you need to put music on these FMs and what kind of music, and I told them everything and. It, they said it would never work, yeah. but I, I guess I was convincing enough that I, they gave me the job, sure. 
and uh, we begin to put uh, we, we put five stations on the air and we linked them all up together and um, the sixth station was WCQR here in the, the greater Tri-City area yeah. and so what what most people don't know is that uh, WCQR would have been without me yeah. but it would have been a whole different format wow. so if, if you don't like the format you know can you can blame me because yeah. I'm the one that talked to yeah. Yeah. Talk, talk them into that format sure. But uh, and before then, I got to help put another a similar uh, format on on a network, and it's now the largest network in America. It's of America of its kind. It's on over 300 stations. It may be a lot more now. It's last time I checked, and so I got to be a part of that. And and I and we had linked those up, and we, and I was I was on coast to coast. I would talk from from California to Boston every day. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, I'd say so. And uh, but uh, that was before the PARFM network when we put these stations on in Southwest Virginia, here in Tennessee, uh, North Carolina, and West Virginia. Sure, sure. So um, uh, fast forward, uh, I I work for the same company I'm working for now about 13, 14 years ago, attempting to do an AM talk show uh, out of Bristol and. uh, evidently, I didn't do very well because my job didn't last very long. So fast forward, you know, 14, 15 years, same company hired me back. And uh, I went to, from one format to the other format to the third format I'm on with them in a talk show. And uh, ironically, the guy that replaced me on Super Talk is the guy that hired me back. Wow. And and uh, it's, uh, he, he is a, uh, a state representative, Matthew Hill. Oh, okay, yeah. So he, he, he took my, uh, when, I, when I left yeah. uh, Super Talk suddenly, yeah. he took my place, and, uh, and he was on for about a year. Yeah. And then they found someone else. Sure. So now, it, not to interrupt, but now his father, uh, Kent, uh, he, uh, dad had a show on WCB years ago with him. So okay. That's how I know well, my, my studio, my talk studio yeah. that I talk from every afternoon now is as far as you to me to, yeah. w, to, to, to WHCB. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. It's right across the glass over wow. there. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. So it's, it's a, it's, they, they, have a, um, they have a contemporary Christian station called Love FM. They uh-huh. have a country station yeah. called uh, 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 96.3 to Possum. That's where I've been. Both. Okay, I love them both. That's where I, I was for um, for the last couple of years. Okay. As a matter of fact, don't tell me how I do it, but yeah. I'm still on the Possum in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. But I'm also on the talk show. Yeah, that's so great. So it's, yeah. uh, yeah. it's the miracle of modern technology. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> that is incredible. So, yeah. uh, so anyway, and um, – and I, I really thank uh, Dr. Hill and Matthew Hill for giving me the opportunity to, to once again have a talk show, this time owned by a Christian organization that uh, won't, won't uh, I don't think they're going to kick me off the air for wanting to keep men out of women's restrooms. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's, that's, you know I've, I've noticed that you are not afraid to speak against those types of things. And it's sad to say, and, and we kind of talked a little bit before we started this, is that uh, there's so many spineless preachers out there who will not stand on the Word of God. Yes. You know, it, it amazes me that they will water down the Scripture, they will compromise on God's Word just to appease those in the world, just so they can have yeah. a fanny in the pew. Because, yeah. you know, and it, to me, 
you know, of course, I think, you know, of course, I know that pastors are going to have a double accountability, and I don't understand how they can stand before God and say, you know, I've wanted this, you know, I've compromised on your word so I could please the world. I, I don't get that. Yeah, I thought about that a lot, yeah. and the only thing I can come up with is they really don't believe the scripture. Oh, yeah. They either don't know it or don't believe it. And as a pastor, and probably most have been to seminary, they should at least know the scripture. You'd be surprised that the amount of pastors who do not believe in the whole word of God. A lot of them do not, or deists, don't even believe in the supernatural. Don't they? Have, a lot of them have a even when it comes to creation, they have a problem with creation itself. That it, they believe in a. A, uh, uh, that God has kind of set things in motion and then yeah. evolution evolved. And it just amazes that uh, something my dad always said. He said, if you got a problem with the first, you're going to have a problem with the whole thing. You know, yeah. it just amazes me those who don't believe in a literal six day, 24 hour creation. Yeah. And God's work couldn't be more clear on that. But it just amazes me. Now, I understand, you know, there are those out there who are dealing with um, alternative lifestyles. Yeah, and they have been deceived. They believed a lie, and they need Jesus. Whether they're you're gay, transgender, if you're straight and you're out there uh, committing adultery and into pornography, that's sexual sin, just as bad as that, you know. Yeah. And uh, uh, and so, so many pastors need to start standing up and say, "Listen, I can't change you. Yeah. I can point you to the one who can transform, yes. change, illuminate, and 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 make that difference in your life." But they, it's like they're scared to. to just preach that. I don't yeah. get it. You know? It's really, it's really yeah. interesting that, yeah. that you're talking about that because yes. sometimes I'll wake up in the wee hours of the morning, and and I feel like God is leading me into yeah. the into His Word, and yeah. and I get up and read my Bible, sure. and uh, if it'll come up here, yes, um, I um, this morning, this is this is the post I made yeah. uh, earlier. It's in fact it was just it says it's about an hour ago, sure. but it was on that same subject. It yeah. says. We often point to Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis 19 as an example of God's thoughts on a certain subject. But did you know a very similar event happened in Judges 19? I had forgotten that. It was almost the same deal that happened. And, of course, I don't say what it is because of algorithms on Facebook. Because they have algorithms and um, you you have certain words and you're gone. You know, you're in Facebook jail. Exactly. So, and then I go on to say, the Lord has not changed his mind on this subject, according to Romans 1 and 1 Corinthians 6. Thankfully, he sent his own son to pay the penalty for his wrath. But we must call upon the name and turn from our sin to avoid future wrath. And the word says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows, this he will also reap, Galatians 6, 7. So uh, the church has got it, uh, these, these liberal pastors in their mind, they, they're thinking, well, you know, that wrath was Old Testament. Yeah. But what they don't realize yeah. is, is that God hasn't changed his mind yeah. about these issues. Yeah. But Jesus took that wrath in his body when he was mutilated and, exactly. and tortured and put on that cross. Exactly. And I tell you what, I love him for that. Oh, yeah, exactly. I you know, love him. I was listening to something yesterday. You know, and I never really thought about it before was the fact that when we die, we will have new bodies. We will be perfected. No more. Uh, see, I, see, I suffered a lot of sickness. Yeah. And I just had this major surgery, and and so I I I, I get tired of being sick all the time. But I'll have a new body. But with something that was pointed out with what I was listening to, I never thought about it before. Jesus didn't have a per, will have a perfect body. He will still bear the scars 
of what he'd done for us. But his atoning work on the cross will forever be remembered even in heaven. You know, I never thought about that before. You know, we always think about our new glorified bodies in heaven. Yeah. But I never really thought about Jesus will be the only one who will still bear the scars for what he did for his, for, for our, to save us from a very real hell. And Thomas yeah. said, show me. And exactly. the resurrected yes. Jesus showed yeah. him those he scars. Said, Blessed are those who have not seen and still yet believed. You yes. know, it just amazed me. You know, it's something I was, I was uh, talking about, um, uh, gosh, I think it was last Sunday night, was the fact that, uh, you know, when Jesus walked the earth, People still didn't believe. Here he's healing people, doing all these things, still yeah. didn't believe he was the Messiah. And that's why when people today say, well, you proved to me that God exists, it wouldn't matter if he stood right there. They'd still say, oh, no, that ain't God. You just yeah. made that up. Yeah. So it wouldn't matter because the God of this world has blinded them. They have, they can't see. Yes. That's why we need Christians and pastors to stand on the whole word of God and say, listen, there is a real hell. There is a real heaven, and you have the choice between the two. You can't live a lifestyle however you want to. And, and expect to go to heaven. Everybody yeah. thinks that if they're benevolent, good, yeah. they're going to make it to heaven. And I, I've heard people say, particularly in regards to uh, homosexual lifestyle choices, that, uh, well, well, that's what the Old Testament says. Well, I said, well, then how could you talk about in Corinthians 9 or in Romans? And yeah. over and over again talks about that this yeah. is wrong. Well, Jesus never said it. And I said, but Jesus uh, uh, referred back to Genesis one twenty seven yeah. and that marriage between a man and a woman. So you can't even say that, well, Jesus didn't say it, but yet they still yeah. listen to it. Yeah. You know? And it makes me, and, I, and that's why I, I have a lot of respect for you, that you're unafraid to stand up. I've noticed your post that you're unafraid to put out there the truth. And, yeah. and I, I've got a lot of respect for you for that. Well, and, and uh, you know, I don't want to get into any deep theology here, but um, um People will always say when I make these posts, they'll always say, well, all sin's the same. But yeah. uh, I, I don't think it is. Yeah. I really don't think it's all the same. Yeah. Uh, the Apostle Paul said a sin in the body yeah. is he made it a, di a difference. Yeah. He differentiated a sin in the body yeah. as to other sins. So that's one example. And another example is I don't want to get it. I could really get in the weeds here quick. Yeah, but, sure. but in this example, when I was reading today, yeah. it was... Um, it was the tribe of Benjamin. Um, this uh, uh, this uh, guy from one of the tribes had uh, he had lost his concubine. He went and found her, and he was bringing her home. Yeah. Uh, not his concubine, his 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 bride that, or to be, I think it was. Anyway, it was his woman. Yeah. And uh, and he was he went through uh, the area of the Benjamin Benjamites. Yeah. And uh, at night, a guy took him in and let, let them stay there. He didn't have any place to stay. Yeah. And uh, th the same thing that happened in Sodom and Gomorrah happened then. Men of the city in, in one, of, one of God's tribes, Benjamin, yeah. knocked on the door and said, send this guy out. We want to have sex with him. Yeah. And, and, and he said, you know, take, take this concubine, take this virgin, and, and that makes people mad. Yeah. But what, what they don't get is, in, this, is just, this is just me. Yeah. But I think the Lord is so against yeah. uh, homosexuality yeah. that, that they, they understood that back then. Yeah. And they said, take this, this woman because it won't be as grave a sin. Yeah. Yeah. It happened in both cases. Exactly. It happened in Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. It happened there in, in Judges. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's right. It was horrible. Yeah. In fact, they, they raped this woman to death. Yeah. Okay. It was horrible. Yeah. But you know what? They lost 26,000 people 
in that tribe as a result of that. Uh, the rest of Israel went to war with them, and they were and they didn't want to. Yeah. The Bible said they were just they were they were just they hated going to war and killing one of their own tribe, sure. but they had to do it because it was such a foul yeah. sin. It was such a horrible sin. Yeah. And again, that's that's God. And I and I I'm going to say this. I think the reason that the sin of homosexuality is is so grievous to the Father is because marriage is a type of Christ. It is. It is. And, and, and if you're messing with the image yeah. of Christ and his church mm-hmm. uh, through marriage, yeah. that grieves the Father. It does. It does. Because you're right. Because that's what I tell people, that, that you know the man is the head of the house just as God is the head of the church. Now, it doesn't mean I've had people come in uh, here uh, talking to me in counseling-type situations and says, well, uh, she has to respect me. She has to do what I say. And I say, now listen. They try to use Ephesians against their wives. Yeah. And I say, that doesn't mean that. You are to be the head of the home spiritually. Yes. Living by example, being in the Word, having your family in church. But it says, respect your wife as your own body. Whoever hated their own body, you they tend to leave that out. She used to submit to them spiritually. Yes. But they are to work together as one. Absolutely. And that's what we are. We're as one people. And Absolutely. a lot of people for, don't want, they, a lot of men want to beat their wives up over that and yeah. misuse that scripture and say, no, 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 no. We are, the, we are equal. And that's the way God wanted it to be. But that's just it. Particularly in regards to homosexuality, that um, uh, the Satan has perverted what God has put in his place. Absolutely. And so, you know, it's just that, uh, again, you know, we need to speak that truth in love. Yes. And my heart goes out to these individuals. They are hurting. They yes. are being misled. And uh, but you know the uh, but the thing that frustrates me, particularly on Facebook. See, I have two accounts because I get banned all the time. Yeah. And in fact, uh, I was on JHL here not long ago because I have uh, my Fighting for American Values page. I was reaching over two million people. Well, now it has shut me down because of all the conservative and Christian things that I put on there. But yeah. the thing that gets me is the fact that it's almost like they all learn from the same playbook. Everyone I'm going to say, well. This is an area you're not supposed to wear mixed fabrics. What do you think about that? Yeah. I said, what Dad was talking about was not to be a cross-dresser. I said, yeah. so you're actually proving my point. Yeah. I said, well, what about shellfish? Well, he wasn't preparing it right, so that's why God said, don't eat it. Because, yeah. you know, and that's why later on he said, don't call something unclean. I've called yeah. it clean. And then they'll say, well, what about slavery? I said, well, slavery then was not like the uh, slavery we think of today as far as color and race. That yeah. They were actually put themselves into slavery, doctors, lawyers, because they would be taken care of. So that is mute. Yes. And then, of course, they always want to say, well, what about rape? They said you have to marry a rapist. I said, then you tell me one, you show me one scripture where anybody had to marry the rapist. I said, what that was regarding to was the fact that they, their, their virginity was having such high regard that yeah. if that was taken from them, then payment, something had to be taken in place of what was done to them. And I said, so all of these arguments are mute, but yet they, yeah. every one, if you ever get into an argument or you, and you may have debate, they will throw those things out oh, every yeah. single time. Yeah. It just amazes me. I've even asked them, I said, do you all have, do you liberals have a book that you all yeah. think <laughs> the same thing? You know? yeah. But anyway, I didn't mean to get off on that. But um, so uh, now what times are you on uh, these channels? So for those who are listening or watching that may, may if they're missing it, what time are you on the air? That you I'm on the air from 3 to 6 okay. weekdays, okay, every now, weekday. What, what station is that? It's 790 AM uh, WETB. It stands okay. for East Tennessee's Best. It's a station that I think it went on the air in the 60s. It, yeah. it, I can't remember, but it, it used to be back in the day, as a lot of stations were, it was yeah. a top 40 rocker. Yeah. Then it became a Christian station, and uh, it played uh, some programs and some music and so forth. And and then you know we officially 
took over. They bought the station, took over Monday. And, of course, there were people that had listened to the station before were very unhappy about that because, you know, when they were listening to their 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 music, you know, it was it was talk. Yeah. And so one of the first things I did when I got on the air for the first time Monday is I, I just apologized and said, I know some of you are upset, yeah. and I'm sorry this this is a new deal. If you want to call and vent, yeah. then just call. And and uh, that morning they had, sure. some of the listeners had, but the, the calls that I got from the the, the old the people that had been listening before yeah. were positive. Great. Because right. they like what I was saying. Yeah, that's right. So I'm sure there was other were others that didn't get through that yeah, they yeah. wanted to <laughs> throw stuff at their radio. Exactly. But uh, so anyway, yeah, three to six okay. and it's seven ninety AM. I wish I could remember um, sure. I believe the to get it on the web it's really hard uh, and, and it, it things are getting better every day. Yeah. And I think that you can get it online at um, at uh, wetb790.com. Okay. I believe is the way, that, and that's pretty simple. Yeah. And of course, I put links on my page to get it as well. And I encourage uh, people to call, and yeah. and uh, I, I let people have different opinions. Yeah. But my deal is, if if they get real, if they get raunchy, yeah. and they get very real, real argumentative. Then you know we, yeah. we go to the next caller. Exactly. Well, that's what you have to do. You can't have give somebody a platform that's going to be like you know. It amazes me in regards to whether you're conservative, liberal, independent, whatever it is. I don't can't understand for the life of me why can't we have disagreements but be kind. Yeah. It's just like you know you've got this uh, Antifa or Antifa, however you pronounce it, and it's just like they're so militant. If you're yeah. if you disagree with them, they're going to you know. And, and so many, you know, it amazed me the liberals that they go low, we go high, but they go they go low, they go lower. Yeah, you know, yeah. just, I, I don't understand. You know, one thing that my, my dad has said many years ago that you know we're kind of like a, a bouquet of flowers. There's differences and there's beauty in that, but the fact that it is, I can't understand why we can't uh, just, you know, why can't we have a decent conversation? You know, yes. I don't agree with what you're saying, but you know what? Let's be let's let's have good dialogue and discuss yeah. it. And you may never change my mind, and, and I may never change their mind, but I can't understand why there's this massive amount of hatred. Well, part of it is yeah. part of it is 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 our own fault, the right, because of things that we've said, and sure. I think it's been wrong over uh, over the years. Uh, I think there was a time in America when things were a lot better, sure. and and there were some some bad things too, and that's that's just a real quick bunny trail. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the things that's it's really. I have a burden for is the education system because uh, the the teachers unions are affecting a lot, yeah. and it's it's anti anti God. Yeah, right. it is not right. godly stuff. Yeah. And and the big theme now is America is bad. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I I like President Trump. He yeah. said America's good. Exactly. And it exactly. it's it's got its blemishes, yeah. but it's mostly good. I agree. And it's done it's done wonderful things that no no nation on earth has ever done. Oh, exactly. That's right. We're one of the greatest nations on earth. Why do you think so many people are dying to get over here? Yeah. Kill themselves to get here. Yeah. You know, we had uh, eight years of someone bowing and apologizing. Yeah. And now we have somebody who stands up for America. And, and I don't understand this, this this liberal way of thinking of, well, you know, we shouldn't say that we're the greatest. Why not say that we're the greatest yeah. nation? Even, it makes me, even the movie about, uh, was it about Neil Armstrong went to the moon where he went, they wouldn't say, make yeah. references to America. I wouldn't mind. show and plant the American exactly, flag. Exactly. Yeah, it said that 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 you know that well that everybody was involved that we shouldn't. 
America has made great innovations, has allowed freedom to, you can become any, if you work hard, you can become anything you want to be. Yes. But if the liberals want to hold you down, make you think, oh, well, capitalism is bad, that you can't succeed. Look at the success and what people want, but everybody wants to hand out, yeah. and everybody don't want to work for it. They want to play in their basement at 40 years mm-hmm. old on video games, and everybody give them a check, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's because they haven't, because they weren't taught right exactly. by their parents yeah. and in school. And, well, I'm not to interrupt, but that's one big part of it. I think because of so many absentee fathers out there, yes. I think there's and that and the lack of God in the home, and I think is why we're where we're Yeah, at I spent uh, uh, Tuesday. I spent uh, a good part of my show talking about the absentee's dad, did the absentee dad, yeah. and I just did a post about that too. But back to the communication. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and of course, what I was saying is, yeah. is in the past, uh, the Christian community and and the I guess just the, the normal people in America were, I think that they, they were wrong in their approach to the homosexual. Yes, sir. You know, they, uh, they it was nothing but, uh, but you know, a condemnation. Yeah. And, and as a Christian, yes, sir. you know, we, we always say love the sinner, hate the sin. Yeah. You've got to love the sinner enough to, to have a dialogue. Exactly. And after you have the dialogue, then you can say, here's what the Bible says. If you believe it, here's what it says. Exactly. And that, that's what I, when, when parents, and, and I talk to them, because I know there are parents uh, in, when, you know, we probably don't have a very big radio audience now, but it's, it's super talk we did. Yeah. And I think we will sure. here on ETB. So. But, you know, uh, I don't know how I got away with saying stuff, stuff yeah. I did, but. Yeah. But I said, you know, if your child comes out of the closet, don't, you know, don't kick them out. Don't stop loving them. Continue to love them. But eventually you've got to try to convince them of the truth because it it is their eternity at stake. So, So communication is important. Now, I was at the fast forward to um, the the gay pride rally and and, uh, all that going on in Kingsport. Um, you know, I was encouraging. Now, last year, I didn't, I didn't encourage people to go. Yeah. This year, I did. Yeah. And, of course, I was always uh, talking about my big thing was who, where's the money coming from? And I won't mention the, the companies that, that gave the money on this show, but, but on my Facebook page, I talk about it a lot. I want people to know exactly. that one of our largest employers is pushing this stuff, and I want them to know why they are pushing it. So anyway, I went, and one of the things I wanted to see is, first of all, who in the Christian community would show up and how they would act, how they would communicate with these people coming in. And they were at the gates, and it was it was very disappointing. You know, there I saw like 10 or 12 people at the gates when people were coming in. There may have been a 1,000 people show up. Uh, maybe more, maybe less, but I would I would estimate that. Yeah. Excuse me. And um, I saw a preacher with a megaphone, with you know, with the, the loud megaphone and everything. And I thought, oh no, here we go. Yeah. But you know what? He preached the truth in love. Well, good, good. And the people that were there were talking in love, well, good. and and they were trying to they were trying to get through to these people. Yeah. And it was it it broke my heart yeah. to see people that claim to be Christians and people that claim to be church leaders going in this thing don't believe that part of the Bible. 
you know, let's just let's just let's just cut these pages out. Let's pull these pages out. It broke my heart. And uh, I had a conversation with one middle-aged woman, and she she had a, I believe it was a button. I hate Trump. And so I said, Why do you hate Trump? And uh, and he, here's where she went with this thing, you know. You and she started screaming at you, me, you Christians, the da 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 da. And I was praying because. Um, I've had to mature into where I am now, and I've still got a long way to go. But back in the day, I would have yelled back. You know, I'd have said, "You idiot! What do you? What do you do?" You know, but but I didn't. And I and I had asked the Lord to help me love these people I was talking to. So, you know, I and I said, "Why do you hate Trump?" And she began to scream. And and one of the first places she went was was uh, well, your president talked about grabbing a woman by the blank yeah. you know how, how can you follow a president like that and I said I said ma'am as a Christian there's this thing called forgiveness yeah. and it won't always happen but in her case she softened yeah. and she began to tell me that she was raised in church and she began to tell me that it was on this very day of, of this this event that her husband I th- had died, I think, two or four years earlier. And and I began to have Christ compassion for her, you know. And I don't know if I changed her mind or anything, but we de-escalated the situation because we were, we, I was willing to, to love and to continue the conversation with her yelling at me. And when we got past all the yelling and all that, she she was almost a normal person wow. <laughs> she yeah, yeah. you know she was and and uh, you know i said trump is not a perfect president he's not a perfect person he's done things in the past i don't think he's like that anymore and i don't think he's perfect but he has done a lot to help the christian community to help israel and i just named all the things that he had done to help you know and so she was you know we we got a communication going That's good. And that's the key. That is. You've got to you've got to listen. You got to get yeah. past the yelling, and and just just you know. And some people aren't. Are, they're gonna never gonna stop yelling. Exactly. And they're gonna, they'll yeah. start throwing stuff, and they'll yeah. start you know. Yeah. And I agree. I you know that's one thing I want to make sure that whoever's listening to this or watching here, it's the fact that I'm not preaching a message of hate by no stretch of imagination. And I know one thing everybody wants to throw up is, well, you're not supposed to judge. Well, I don't agree with that. God's word is clear that we are to judge, but we are to judge righteously. We are to judge in the same way that we ourselves would be judged. If there was no judgment, we wouldn't know right from wrong. The jails would be empty. We have to judge. But one thing you did hit on just real quick um, is that, you know, you're talking about what Trump's, she want, everybody wants to throw that up, what Trump said about a woman. Yeah. That was 15 years ago. That yeah. like it happened on the campaign trial 15 years ago. This yeah. man said something. In what he thought was a private conversation, who hasn't said stuff in private conversation? We thought, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah. But that just amazed me how they keep that's, they want to cling on to something 15 years ago that uh, that he said. That just drives me insane. We didn't elect a, a perfect person. We weren't electing a preacher. We were electing a man to get the stuff done. And, and thank God that he we did get him in there because look at the corruption that he has exposed. Oh yeah. But but anyway, I, but I, I agree with you wholeheartedly in the fact that uh, we are to have an open dialogue. And we yeah. should preach the truth in love and show God's grace, kindness. We can show that reflection of God's love. If we can just get them in the church, as any unsaved person, just get them in the church, plant the seed, let Jesus take it from there. We, you know, as I said a minute ago, we can't 
change anybody. We can't force anybody except Jesus. Yeah. But if we can point them to the direction, right. Jesus can yeah. make that change, make that transformation. It's not our job to exactly. change them. It's our exactly. job to tell them. Exactly. And like I said, you don't know what seed you planted with that woman. You yeah. have no clue how the ramification of what you've done may have planted a major seed yeah. that could have changed your heart. And, and, some, and, and faith requires action. I was talking about, uh, I was reading uh, that just this morning in James about, you know, uh, show me your faith without action and I'll show you my faith with action and what I probably should have done is found out what cemetery that they were going to visit later that day yeah. her and her children yeah. children's daddy and her husband yeah. and been there to comfort them yeah. at, at the graveside because yeah. that would have been that would have been a great opportunity and you've got to really love people. Yeah. You don't, you, you know, uh, getting people into the kingdom is not a notch on a gun belt. Yeah, exactly. It is, it is, it's out of love, and, and you can't love people. I'm telling you, you can't love people in, a, in an agape, godly way exactly. without God's help. Exactly, and that's it. We, we, that's one thing I, my prayer is every day is God help me to have a really a real heart for the lost and yeah. help me to find a way to reach these people. Like I said, you know, if the preacher down the street, he's getting people saved, man, bless him. Awesome. You know, yes. that's what I never understood this competition between pastors. We all just want to get people in heaven, you know, yeah. and I don't understand that. Let's all work together. Yeah. But it seems like there's competition. I'm like, I don't understand. Let's work together. Let's get people in heaven. That's what it matters. That's right. And that's, that's the second thing, yeah. the second form of communication that really bothers me is the fact that one of the reasons we can't get people in heaven because we're fighting each other all exactly, the time. Exactly. And and uh, we started a, a podcast. I started a podcast uh, over a year ago yeah. called Truth Quest. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And and it's well, it didn't it didn't last very long because um, I'll I'll just be really honest with you. I just felt uh, I felt like I couldn't represent what I need to represent on that podcast working at a country music station. Oh. And and it, you know it's it's there's nothing wrong with Christians work at country stations. Yeah. It's like I, I I have these conversations with the, with the folks there, yeah. that country music is wonderful because it's a cross section of people and what they believe, yeah. and it it includes uh, it includes all areas of life: the good, the bad, the ugly, yeah. and uh, uh, the difference between playing a cheating song that that says that's bad like yeah. your cheating heart and a plan is a cheating song that says that's good yeah. uh it's that kind is just i can't do that yeah. Yeah. i can't play that that uh can can you know that can doesn't condone yeah. that gotcha. that promotes that yeah. but uh but uh anyway I, f I forgot where i was going oh i was, I was talking yeah. about communication yes, yes. uh people fighting on 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 truth quest yeah I was, I did it with a, another local pastor, uh -huh. or with a local pastor, yes, another believer, yeah. and uh, we had differences in theology, but we both had a, a great desire yeah. to to communicate sure. and and to demonstrate. My my whole purpose of Truth Quest was to show that we could disagree on some theology and still love each other. Yeah. And the one thing I can say. Yeah. I'm going to look at the camera when sure, I say sure, this. Yeah. The one thing I can say is I still love this brother, yeah. and he still loves me. Awesome, awesome. And the truth quest didn't last, but the love did. That's great. And, and you and I, if we yeah. sat down and we talked about certain yeah. theological issues, sure. we would be in great disagreement. Sure. sure. I, can, I can almost promise yeah, you that. Yeah. But there, there are 
there are about five basics. Yeah. You know, like like the virgin birth, exactly. the death and the resurrection, things like that exactly. that we're going to agree on. Exactly. That is enough for us to be brothers. Exactly. That's it. That's and and if we and if we believe what we believe, yeah. we're both going to be in heaven. We're yeah. going to have to get along then. Yeah. Why don't we get along yeah, now? Exactly. That's it. We need to believe that uh, in the virgin birth, it was, it is the cornerstone of our faith, the virgin birth, his death, burial, and resurrection, his deity. You may, it, may, it amazes me that people who don't believe in his deity, that he was fully man, that he was fully God. You know, and, and you think about just the fact that here, when he was even tempted, by, see, Jesus understands our temptations, and the fact that uh, even though he's fully God, at that moment, he was being man because he was drawn from the Spirit of God, just as we draw from God when we're being tempted. You yes. know, and he showed us, here's how you fight back. Demonstrated it. Yeah. yeah, but the thing, that's just it. We can have that cornerstone of that belief. I said, we can have minor theological differences, but the, the main part that is, is, is important is what you said. It's, the, yeah. it's those fundamentals that get us into heaven. But uh, we're running out of time. But one thing I want to talk about just real quick, you know, and talk about that. You know, um, I meant to plug this up and forgot, but uh, it doesn't matter because we're still here. You know, I've, I've used this demonstration. Of course, I had a rope. Uh, it made me think of this uh, when I was preaching. That, um, you know, you have this much of our life. You know, for those who are listening, I'm, I'm showing just a little piece of this cord. And you have your beginning and you have your end. And so many people will, will live their whole life and they think, well, if I get to about right here towards the end and I retire, then I can do things for the Lord. Yeah. We need to go from beginning to end for the Lord yes. because here... But see, like this goes on, this core goes on forever and eternity. Yeah. This is what we have to think about is eternity. You know, we only have this much life, but we need to think about all of eternity. And there's so many people who may be watching or listening who don't know Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. And all they have is this little piece of cord. They don't think about all of eternity. And one thing's for sure, that unless you come to know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, so many people want to think, well, uh, you know, where if I'm doing good or if I do this or... Yeah, well, if I, you know, they think all religions coexist. Yeah. There's only one way to heaven, that's through Jesus Christ. And he said, I am the way, the truth, and life. No man comes to the Father except through me. And so Amen. many need to understand among you. Amen. But, uh, I appreciate you, Mr. West. I really do thank you for coming on my podcast. It's been a true blessing. Um, may we close in prayer. Is that okay? Absolutely. Yes, sir, let us pray. Now, Lord, we thank you. We love you and we praise you. Praise Lord, thank you for this opportunity to get to talk to Mr. West and his experiences. And uh, Lord, just thank you that uh, two brothers in Christ could come together and discuss uh, things about you, the relevancy of your word uh, in today's world. And Lord, let's pray that you be with Mr. West, that you'll bless him and his ministry and his profession and uh, in his family, Lord, that you'll lead God, Lord, you'll protect him. Lord, uh, just pray that uh, all those who are watching today, if there is any who doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, yes. forgive me of all my sins. Yes. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, yes. we thank you. We love you and we praise you. Thank you for this day. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We praise your name. In Jesus' name, I Jesus pray. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mr. West. Thank appreciate you. you coming. I appreciate you it. Do.